everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the debut, my brand new show, Me Powered with Rhonda. And this has been something that's been birthed in me for a few years now. So I'm so excited that it's finally here. Uh, before we get started, everybody, make sure you share this. I'm going to uh, share with you how to tune in right now because this is a brand new show. So everybody, is uh, Lady J is going to tell you how you guys can tune in. All right. If this is your first time tuning in to the Me Powered show with Rhonda or JQLM Radio, when you like to share with your family, friends, and followers on all the different ways that they can tune in, be sure to tell them to download the JQLM Radio app on their Apple or Android devices. You can also listen live to JQLM Radio on Amazon Alexa, TuneIn app, Stream a Simple Radio app, and a host of other platforms of which you can find on our website, where you can also listen live at egoentertainmentnet.com. Also, don't forget forget to follow, like, and share us, Ego Entertainment Network and JQLM Radio on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at JQLM Radio and at EgoEntNet. That's E-G-O-E-N-T-N-E-T. And on LinkedIn at Ego Entertainment Network. And for all of the different ways that you can tune in to follow Rhonda... All right, you can uh, catch me on YouTube at Rhonda L. Thompson, also on Instagram at me.power. That's a brand new page. And everybody knows me already as Rhonda T and ATL. That's still up and going live on my Facebook page. Got a brand new Facebook page too. I want y'all to follow me, join it, and like it. It's me powered. And then my personal one is at Rhonda Thompson. Um, I'm also on um, LinkedIn at Rhonda L. Thompson, and we have a brand new website that's in the works. It's under construction right now, but I've got a landing page right now, but go ahead and save it anyway. It is mepowered.co. That's C-O, not com. So I can't wait for you guys to join me, and we're going to build this tribe. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Me Powered with Rhonda. And remember, everything you need is already inside of you. All right, so now that we got all the particulars out of the way for the beginning and the introduction, I'm so excited for my debut show to have my very special guest. Uh, this is somebody that I just met, and I was just on her show the other day. Her name is Lena Sabula, and she, her story is incredible. First of all, January is National Human Traffic Awareness Month. So being that this is the beginning of the month and my very first show, I wanted to go ahead and honor everybody who has ever been involved in human trafficking. Now her story, she is actually, I'm not gonna just say survivor, she's an overcomer when it comes to human trafficking. And when you hear her story of triumph, I'm telling you, you're going to cheer, you're going to cry, you're gonna be on your seats. And when you find out everything that she did, she's an author, she's got major uh, things that she has done. And I want to go ahead and welcome Lena to the show. So Lena, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to be here. All right. Now tell everybody where you reside. Right now. Actually, I'm in, where are you physically? I'm in Canada. Yeah. 
And we found out that um, you and I have something in common because I grew up um, my younger years in Buffalo and we went to Ontario Place a lot in Canada and you were very familiar with that. So we already had something in common, but you and I met each other through Misty Lane. She actually introduced us a while ago. So this is our first time actually getting to come together. Um, And I'm so glad that you're here. Now, let everybody know where you are from, though. Well, I was um, born and raised in Ukraine. Okay. All right. And what was that like growing up in Ukraine? Well, my parents really struggled in their marriage and they became an alcoholics and lost well-paid jobs. So at our home, the government turned off electricity and hot water for outstanding bills. And I was hungry all the time. And I was literally starving. So our home was infested with black mold, cockroaches, and mice. Mm-hmm. And struggle in poverty trying to survive. Oh, wow. And uh, I know that that had to be hard, you know, um, you know, to just grow up there. And your story is such a magnificent story of triumph. Um, let everybody know... Um, I'll let you start where you want to start with your story because you know it, it's 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 a little fresh still. So where would you like to start with the background of your story? Well, I think at the beginning because I would like to show the contrast be like before and after because okay. um, sometimes it's hard for us to understand the success the way the person feels because when we see a success and story of overcoming when you don't know what happened before, it doesn't have as much impact. So I would like to tell you my story. Okay. Go ahead. I would love to hear it. Well, um, you heard a little bit about my home and I was raised in a home full of strangers as well, who brought booze and drugs and with parents who did nothing to protect me. So I've become an easy target for those guys. Um, I was drugged and raped numerous times mm. in the basement of my own apartment. Oh, wow. When I thought that could things couldn't get any worse, one month before my 15th birthday, I woke up with severe abdominal pain. Scared and confused, I actually realized I was in labor. I didn't know who her father was. Wow. I didn't know I was pregnant at all. So. Wow. Yeah, my baby died three months later from I'm health so complications. Sorry. I'm so sorry yeah. to hear that. And how old were you? I just turned 15. 15 Actually, wow. I, I turned 15 months after she was born. Okay. And when the people were ready to celebrate New Year's Eve, I actually asked, asked my friends to um, give her a proper burial. So I carried wow. that casket in my arms to the cemetery and my friends dig the hole in that frozen ground and I buried my first child when I was 15 years old. Jesus okay um well I know that that's hard to talk about but I want to thank you just for your courage in sharing that because you you know when when the rest of your story unfolds it's truly Miraculous, which is the name of this segment, which is the name of your book. And in honor of you, we've named this segment Miraculous, because although it started out in a rough way, it it didn't end that way. 
Um, and just you coming on here and talking about your story and sharing it is going to help so many people. So first of all, kudos to you. I mean, just for your bravery, Lena, because that, that, that's a lot, you know, that's a lot to deal with. Um, my oldest daughter's 15, when she was 15, she had her first son too. So I know Mm -hmm. what that's like being that young, um, you know, and being pregnant alone, let alone not being able to have the baby and stuff. And unfortunately my oldest daughter's son got murdered on his 13th birthday. So she had to bury her son at 13 with the casket. So I can identify with that somewhat. Um, it wasn't right in the beginning, but that's a pain that you just don't ever expect to, you know, to bury your child and stuff. So, um, so that's where it started. Now, Let's go a little bit further um, as far as how everything transpired. And, and because a lot of people have misconceptions. Well, actually, before you do that, let me do this because I want to give you a break to, to get yourself together. OK, I want to share some um, statistics that I looked up uh, about human trafficking because people don't realize it. And, and I remember when I was talking to you the other day, we had a great conversation because, you know, People have this image of what trafficking is, you know, and they don't realize how much it's it's happening and stuff. So I just want to share with people uh, just a few statistics. Um, and these are not even current statistics, guys. These are from 2019. So the statistics higher now. All right. But around the world, there's an estimated 40.3 million victims that are trapped in what's called modern day slavery, including 24.9 million that are forced into labor and 15.4 million that are forced into marriage. Because there's all kinds of human trafficking, guys. It, it could be sexual, it could be for labor, it could you know, be for slavery, it, it could be all kinds of different things. Um, and it says that one in four victims of modern uh, slaving or trafficking are children. Uh, 71% of trafficking victims around the world are women and girls and 29% are men and boys. And most people don't realize a lot of boys um, are caught into it as well. So what was the avenue that you got caught into and how did that transpire? And I want you to share your myth buster. I don't want to give it away that you shared when you and I were talking. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what the myth and misconception sometimes we have that you have to be forced and it have to be with violence. And I'm here to tell my story and to help uh, people to recognize the red flags because it's so much involved with manipulation and fear. And um, hear my story, that's how I end up because of the my surroundings and the problems that I have with my family. But honestly, Anybody can get into this trap because they use the tricks and tips to lure um, people. I'm not even going to say boys or girls because everybody, like nobody safe from it. Right. And um, what happened with me, I just start using drugs and alcohol to meditate my pain because I suffer with depression and anxiety and my brain was tormented me after my daughter passed away mm-hmm. and I was looking for heavy drugs so I started using heroin because it was better to be high than feeling worthless and hopeless abandoned and broken right. and years went by 
and I saw people dying around me or who went to jail. And desperate and despair, I thought I'll change because I knew that um, I'm going to end up in the cemetery. And then I met this lady and she brought me um, to her house and offered me fancy coffee and sweets. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed. And she looked like a celebrity. She was beautiful and kind to me. And um, she told me that she would be able to find me a job, no specific, just a job. But mm-hmm. she was so wonderful that I felt safe. So yeah. I just agreed without much thought because I thought, oh my goodness, it's opportunity. Somebody cares, mm-hmm. somebody going to help. And I was eager to escape. So I said yes to whatever she asked me to do. Mm-hmm. And her team went to work. And they cleaned me, they dressed me, and I was actually thinking what kind of work I'm going to be doing. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't even like 18 years old, 18 years old that time. And I was kind of naive too, you know. So, and I was drug addict for the last three years. So I didn't even think about any red flags or anything like that. So, still on heavy drugs, I vaguely remember an airport and how through, I got through customs. I'll never know, but one morning I woke up hearing Muslim prayer, Allahu Akbar, ran out. And I was confused and terrified because I was in a foreign country. Literally, in my mind, yesterday was winter Mm -hmm. and today is summer. So I couldn't understand even like where I was until later on. I find out that this nice lady sold me into human trafficking. Wow. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, I cannot imagine, Lena, what that was like waking up and realizing that this person that you trusted, this person that was nice to you. And you said a lot of key things. You know, a lot of people think, um, oh, this would never happen to me. Oh, I would recognize it. You know, and you and I had talked before, you know, everybody has that image um, like that movie taken. It's not like that. You know, they they lure you with um, you were telling me, especially when they're going after kids, you were sharing some of the ways that they lure, you know, kids. And um, it's once they get your trust, then you'll do anything. And what made you susceptible is your home that you were growing up in because your home was full of so much hurt, so much despair. And, and then of course, losing your daughter, your baby. And um, that was too much to deal with. And so falling into addiction, that that's a natural expectation because of your circumstances, because you just want the pain to stop, you know? And so I can't imagine what that felt like for you to realize that she literally sold you. Um, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to get too deep because I don't, I don't want to like bring up bad memories or anything, but I mean, could you, if you had to put that into words, what would you say that felt like? Well, one word come to my mind, betrayal, because I was shocked yeah, But I think it took me a very long while to understand actually that I'm a prisoner and I'm uh, a victim because although it was um, a scary part, but it was a great for me because nobody was raping me and beating me. Yeah. And um, 
another thing that I want to point it out that um, about that movie taken, it can happen. But mm -hmm. most of the time, the red flags, like, honestly, like, I went through customs by myself. So when you around people like that, you could think about the fact, how come this woman doesn't hold her own passport? Why somebody else speak for her? Like, mm -hmm. I have, like, I don't want you to be, like, paranoid and, right. and question everything. Just be vigilant, you know, because sometimes it's going to be just submissive. Oh, a person gonna be scared or paranoid because they use the basic human needs like to be loved, mm -hmm. to be taken care of, to be uh, um, cared for, you know, and that's what they lure them. And then they pound it with the fear, you know, then feel uh, um, fear, guilt, and condemnation mix mm -hmm. all mixed of those emotions actually trapping the victim sometimes you don't need chains that's gonna yeah. be psychologically yeah. they're yeah. gonna make you to do what they want to do because honestly after i end up in egypt i don't speak language i'm in a foreign country of course i'm gonna follow everything they right. tell me to do right so, right yeah. wow wow that that's incredible um and i know this i know this hour is going to fly by and we're already can you believe we're already like 18 minutes into it and i know we've got to take a, a commercial break um but when we come back i want to uh pick up with um we, we laid the foundation of what happened and how you got into it and when we come back i want to start talking about the transition, you know, how you found your way out of it. And then we'll end with what you're doing now. So, um, so guys, uh, we will be right back with Lena Sebula talking about human trafficking and her miraculous escape and her miraculous story. Hey, how you doing? It's me. That's right. It's me, T.P. T.P. Hearn. I'm, I'm going back to Indiana. <laughs> That's right. I'm coming home. Indianapolis. I'm going to be there. Simply Serenity is doing it again. The Valentine's Day comedy show weekend. It's going to be off the chain February the 11th. Hosted by your boy Sweaty Hands. And I'm bringing a gang of comics with me. That's right. T.P. Hearn. February 11th. Serenity, Simply Serenity is doing it again. <laughs> the Valentine's Day Comedy Jam. Indianapolis, it's time to turn your New Year's resolution into a lifestyle. Get ready for Impactful Fitness Presents Operation Move event. It's going down Saturday, February 5th, 2022 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Spotlight Indie Event Center located at 5060 East 62nd Street, Suite 100. Tickets are only $20. Music, demos, vendors, snacks, live classes, networking, and more. A portion of the proceeds go towards the MOVE organization. Ready, set, go. Get your tickets right now at impactfulfitnessllc.com. If you're tired of hearing the same music and content every 5, 10, or 15 minutes on air, then check out JQLM Radio for the realest, rawest, and most relevant variety of music, talk shows, and more. Start your days with a little bit of gospel and gospel rap. 
from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Then get into some hot R&B. Some hip hop. A little bit of pop. And some Neo Soul for the rest of the day. JQLM Radio, real, raw, and relevant. All right. Thank you for that commercial break. And you guys, make sure to support everybody that you see there uh, supporting JQLM Radio. We are back now with my guest, Lena Sabula, and um, she was talking about her uh, how she got into um, trafficking and what had happened that lured her in there. Now we're going to transition and talk about um, how you found your way out. At what point did you get the courage to actually leave and what did you do to get out? What was the steps that you took, Lena? Absolutely. Well, um, I was in Cairo, Egypt, and they actually forced us to crawl under the barbed wire, crossing the Israel border. And then in Israel, I'd been sold into the brothel and I was there for almost two years. Well, one of my bodyguards there actually shared gospel with me and it's good news of God's love. And when my grand grandfather had a heart attack, he actually took me to Valen Wall to pray to God. And um, I honestly, I thought I don't deserve God's mercy because of what I've been doing. And um, I was overcome with the sense of shame yeah. and guilt and condemnation uh, but I prayed and God answered my prayer and miraculously healed my grandpa saving his life and that's what you plant a seed of faith and I want to change my ways and actually like literally in most cases guys like he like 100 percent you never leave this kind of situation alive unless you have been rescued by the grace of God, almost two years later, they set me free and I was allowed to go home. And actually, I thought I'm going to build a new life. Uh, one of my bodyguards stole um, all of my possessions, you know, cheated wow. me out of everything that I accumulated for these two years. And I had some money as well that I was sending to my aunt thinking, you know what, this is going to be my start and my trustworthy aunt stole and spent all my money so I come back and literally I had another betrayal in my life and I had whatever money I had I went and I bought heroin and I was on heroin again so two years later um actually I was um a right hand of number one drug dealer in my city because then I had unlimited amount of drugs wow. and money and influence, but it wasn't safe. 
So I have to get away, you know, so I quit heroin twice. Okay, and, congratulations. Um, yeah, and you know what? Sometimes people don't understand that mm-hmm. people don't quit heavy drugs, not because they don't want to. Sometimes they just can't yeah. because the body yeah. literally can shut down and kill you yeah. because it's it's very horrible experience, addiction. Yeah. And it's not okay. But you know what? Addiction, it's always surface problem yeah. of yeah. what's going on inside. And usually it's a coping coping mm-hmm. or default mechanism for survivor mode and that's what happened to me so i didn't know what to do really so i find people and sold myself into a sex trade again because my body was a commodity that i can use to just get out and um, that's all i knew this time they actually trafficked me to canada and i end up like again on different drugs here and alcohol but here in Canada, I actually got the opportunity to start a new life. Mm-hmm. And I took it. I actually ex- escaped. I have people who help me. And there is another thing for you guys. If you want to get out, there will be opportunities and people to help you out. Never believe that you are alone. I know there's so much fear to leave. But there's organizations, there's people who are going to help you. And now, especially right now, this human trafficking awareness going so loud in all social media. So now it's not like 10, 15, 20 years ago when nobody talked about. Now this is topic and issue that any government, any police, and lots of nonprofits support and advocate for. So right. you are not alone. Find one that trusted person who will help you to get out because that's what happened to me. One person believed in me and helped me and I actually get out and I live in shelter and I learned English from level zero because I still was newcomer in this country. And then I applied and graduated from cosmetology school and became a hairstylist. Actually, I own the hair salon too. Do you? I own the hair salon. I closed my hair salon six no like maybe nine months before covid started and okay. actually published my book and mm-hmm. um, and start speaking and sharing my story mm-hmm. and it was very interesting because my salon probably wouldn't survive through covid right. not probably would not survive through right. covid but i was online sharing my story and selling my book and helping survivors through the proceeds of my book as well so okay that's awesome. That's incredible. And you said so many things. And I, I want to go back just a little bit because there, there's so much to get in this one hour. And, you know, and this show is such an important show because you and I have the same heart and we have the same we have kindred spirits we found out. And this show is not about me. This show is not about you. This show is for that person that is literally in it right now, that does not know what to do, that does feel ashamed, that is feeling guilty, that is exactly where you were, and they don't have the answers. But now, because of social media, they can get the answers. Um, and I want to tell uh, everybody, there is a national human trafficking hotline that you guys can call. Uh, and that's uh, that that number is 888-373-7888. So I'm going to say that again. Uh, and I probably should have given that to uh, Lady J ahead of time so she could have put it at the bottom. But um, uh, the number for the National Human Trafficking Hotline is uh, 
888-373-7888. Um, and you, you mentioned about uh, addiction, going back to heroin and doing different things and getting into alcohol. And, you know, people don't realize how hard it is, you know, and certain things you cannot just leave like heroin i work i'm an addiction counselor now and i work in a methadone clinic and if you just if you were to stop heroin just right off the bat you your body would die you know depending on how much and people don't realize that a lot of times i'll be like well why don't they just stop why don't they just stop it's dangerous to mm -hmm. just stop you have to wean yourself off and you have to have a medical detox um, and you know, otherwise that that's why a lot of people continue to use because of the way their body feels and they just want to get back up and get through it. And they don't realize how badly they're going to feel when they come down, you know, cause your body develops a tolerance. Um, and then you had said that, you know, when you, uh, got back and when you, you thought you had, um, your answer now here comes your aunt who betrays you again. So that's a second time of betrayal. And so I, 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 it's, again, it's only natural that you would return to the coping mechanism that you knew to soothe the pain that you were in. So, you know, um, and I'm so glad that, you know, you shared all of that because that, that's, that transparency is just so important. And people need to know that, you know, sometimes it's not just this easy exit. Sometimes you go back and forth. Sometimes you struggle with things. Um, and you, the one thing that you said that I really loved was your body was a commodity. Um, I did the same thing when I was at one point in my life. Um, I, the, the only thing I had that was of value in my mind was my body. So I started working in a massage parlor. I started stripping. I started doing different things because of the things that I came through. I thought that's all that I was good for too. So it really does take a toll on you. Like if your life has that same repetitive message that you're not worth anything and that you're only used for sex or, you know, different things. And, you know, you actually start to believe that, um, you know, and then, then you that out because that's what you think you're worth. And, and it, it really is, a, it, it's hard to break from that because you, you were so right. That prison is not in chains. That prison is right here and it's right here. You keep yourself bound, you know, because you start to believe all that stuff about yourself. Um, so I'm so proud of you, first of all, for leaving. Um, all right, so now you're in Canada and uh, and you had, uh, been introduced to, uh, to, to God and, um, you have seen him do different things in your life. So when, how, what changed in Canada, uh, you, you had mentioned that organizations helped you, that somebody helped you. Was there a specific organization that helped you or like, what can people that are in this right now look for to find their way out? Absolutely. Right now, I do support the organization that fights against human trafficking. But that time, it was just one person who believed in me. And and what was interesting that you mentioned, um, we need to have a compassion for survivors. And when trauma happening, they're probably going to go in loop again and again and again until somebody or someone going to come and say, let's change it let's find the dreams and that's what happened to me um and um, my friend asked me what would you like to do for a living there was like no dreams and hopes i thought i'm not gonna be alive by that time but i said to him you know what i like 
interior design and I like hairstyling. You know why I love the hairstyling? You're going to be really shocked because all my life I have lice and my mother shaved my head. Or can you imagine me like in second and third grade without hair? Or later on when I was older, she actually poured gasoline on my hair because that would kill the lice. And I'd rather have like my scalp burn and stink oh for a week gosh. than be bald when I was like 13, year, 13 yeah. years old. So later on, I discovered that the ammonia in the box color will kill the lice too. And I can keep the hair and mm-hmm. I'm not going to stink like gasoline. So that's how I start color the hair. Awesome. And that's how I end up. I really, sometimes I end up green or blue or <laughs> yellow, whatever it was. But I was so happy yes. that I still have hair because mm-hmm. it's a girl's identity too, you know? So Especially plus, at that age, yeah. And plus, when you go stinky like that to school, everybody knows that you Jesus have life. Yep. That was so horrible. And I was bullied for being and and shaved and um, stinky and all that just so literally that's how I end up mm-hmm. loving different colors in my hair and end up for a very long time hairstylist yes. and actually been very good at it and really have passion but I think that's what changed my mental state when I enroll into that school because now I have uh, like means to uh, have a living or make a living, you know, without thinking like what else I can do, mm-hmm. because sometimes this is all I know. So I don't know what to do. I have no money. I, I don't know what to do, but this gentleman actually helped me to get through all these like loops and hoops and get through the school. And my scores was very high. I was in the high nineties. I passed my license exam, like 200 questions, hundred bucks, two hours exam. I passed like in one time, 72%. Wow. 70, awesome. Yeah, 70 was passing great. I passed with 72. And awesome. honestly, that's where it started because I start think like you I want to be normal. Yeah, I want to yeah. be normal. I want to, I want a nine to five. And you know what? Where I started in the salon as an assistant. So I have to clean the bathrooms and clean all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I have to suck her up and deal with that because I had so much money went through my head through the time but I have to humble myself because I want to have a better life and I want to make something better and then end up a few years later very few ways like decades later (laughs) I actually opened my own salon and that's what I want to tell you guys there's always hope you know there's always just come out get out you're going to be helped. You can dream again. You can rebuild your life. It's yeah. going to take some time because I still have like NPTSD and some mm-hmm. of this stuff lurking around that I probably never going to be done with. And I do all the therapies and counseling to figure out how right. to make this better. But right. the fact is that my life, it's like nine and day right now. Mm-hmm. I honestly, even talking about my past, I feel like it was some movie that I yeah. saw I yeah. don't really feel a touch or pain about it. And I know it might help someone. So I really want to share my story to encourage, inspire, and to give hope. 
And you're doing such a great job. And we had a comment come up, you know, one of the uh, watchers uh, had just typed up amen as you were speaking and stuff like that. So you're reaching people even now, Lena. So, you know, mm-hmm. again, thank you for your courage. Um, and, and I'm so glad that you're speaking to somebody right now too. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a counselor and, and I talk to people all the time and you, you mentioned something about, you know, finding that gift that something inside of you, something that you like and that you love, that there's a gift in there. You know, and everybody has gifts. Everybody has talents. A lot of times they don't realize it, but when you're actually born with them, everybody's got something that they're good at, that people are going to come to you and ask you for or something that you're passionate about, like you were passionate about hair and for the reason that you were passionate about it. And um, I usually, um, there's a, there's a uh, example that I'll show a lot of my clients one time, like, um, have you ever made a glass of chocolate milk, Lena, with syrup? Yes. Okay. So when you make a glass of chocolate milk with syrup, okay, tell me how you make it. What's the process? Well, I pour the milk first, then I put tons of chocolate, then I mix, mix, mix. Uh-huh. And then my kids fighting who get first glass. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that very good. Now, what would happen if you leave that chocolate milk on the counter for like an hour and you come back what does it look like uh i don't know it's never happened to me because <laughs> you never let in my house <laughs> well if you would leave if you would leave the chocolate milk there for about an hour or less of course uh what's going to happen especially if you made it with syrup is the chocolate milk isn't going to appear to be chocolate anymore it's going to be white mm-hmm. again and all the syrup is going to go to the bottom but if you want to drink it and you want that chocolate milk again, what do you got to do? You have to start it back. Yeah. So the, the, the um, lesson in that is everything you need is already inside. All you got to do is stir it back up because we're created and we're born with those gifts and with those talents. And sometimes we don't even know they're there until somebody stirs them up in us or we find out from doing something that we like it and it's stirred up. But no matter how much time goes by, no matter how much, you know, things happen in life and you think that it's too late or, or anything like that. Like I'm a perfect example. I'm 55 years old and, you know, I'm doing a lot of firsts in my life that were seeds that were planted before. It's never too late. All you got to do is tap into what's already inside of you because like my, my tagline says, everything you need is already inside of you. All you got to do is tap into it, stir it up and awaken it. Even if it lays dormant for a while it will come back to life and then you'll you'll pick up exactly how you were supposed to um so i'm so glad that you found something that you love and that you were good at um we got to take another commercial break because i'm i'm paying attention to the time here um but when we come back i want that i want you to share all about your book and what you're doing now and give everybody all your social media stuff because i know a lot of people are going to want to keep in touch with you and i'm sure you're going to get a lot more bookings even from here once everybody I know Jay is going to be having you on quite a few other shows too, but you're on mine first because you're my friend. You're my person first, but I'll share you. I'll share you, but, um, but we'll be right back. We're going to take a commercial break right now. Hey there. If you can hear my voice, this is Pamela. 
host of Hospital the Tea, here to remind you that Ego Entertainment Network has a lot for your business. Listen, honey, you need to get with it. Ego Entertainment offers various services, media coverage, red carpet services, promo interviews on air. They offer meet and greet services, honey, not to mention other event services. You want to get in gear. Ego Entertainment is empowered, greatness optimized. We're now booking and spots are going fast. Ego serves the United States and all event types, honey. So if you are opening a business, having a store opening, a restaurant opening, and you want some coverage, Ego Entertainment is the way to go. Call or text 317-886-0296 or go to egoentertainmentnet.com. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. The inspiration for the songs because of you. You. It's for you. Can you sing it with me, baby? Can you sing it with me? Book your next event at the Gallery Event Center. The 1,600-square-foot space offers packages and a la carte services and items. All packages include tables, chairs, projector, and screens, a 60-inch Apple TV, wireless microphone, a kitchenette, EV speaker system with surround sound, so no DJ is needed, cell phone charging station, and plenty of parking. Birthday parties, baby showers, bridal showers, pop-up shops, and more. Book now at thegalleryeventcenter.com or call 317-534-6399. Or take a tour at 5852 East 82nd Street, Indianapolis, Indiana, the Gallery Event Center. Book your event with us today. All right, thank you and welcome back. We are talking with Lena Sabula and uh, she's been sharing an incredible journey of triumph, of courage, of bravery, of just miracle after miracle with her uh, life story about being in human trafficking and how she found her way out. Now, what I would love for you to do now, Lena, is tell everybody where you are now. What's your life like now? And tell us about your book and uh, and, uh, and everything about what you're doing now. Absolutely. I want to talk about these gifts that you were talking about, because I do believe God made me um, on purpose talking honestly guys if you would know me a little bit more than five minutes i love to talk i feel so comfortable that's why i really love the hairstyling because i can um share with my clients and really uh, hear their stories as well and was very interesting that um i was working on my manuscript for three years prior my salon being closed and um it was i call it my therapy with god because up to that time I never really look back in my past. 
but when I give my life to Christ in 2011, mm-hmm. I start changing and it was my path to healing. So when I was Christian for five years, I had really the strong desire to share my story. And um, I actually, in my imagination, guys, like I kid you not, I saw that it was master color and saw the banner with my face on it. And I had a panic attack because I didn't spoke about it for 20 years. So I was so scared that if people know who I am, they will judge me and reject me because now they know I'm a wife and a mother of three beautiful children. I'm a church going a girl. I'm a fun and bubbly, you know, and I'm in the meal committee. I do all this stuff. So um, they perceive me by the persona that they know and they see. So I was very, very scared that um, um, I have to look into my past. But plus, like, I was scared of pain. I was scared mm-hmm. to look into back and, and get into that mindset and feeling. But you know what? It was amazing experience because I look back from new, different perspective when I was already healed and forgiven and I was so stable in my relationship with myself and my family with God so my my to you advice guys like when you go through struggle and trouble you need help but when you are safe in a safe place and you're gonna know that it's the right time look back because honestly it's it's I thought this book gonna transform somebody else's life I honestly did it for somebody else I just want them to read my story, my testimony, and to see that hope, you know, that that God doesn't make exception, that it is possible to overcome adversity and be successful, and not only um, just successful in general, but body, mind, and soul, to have a beautiful family, to have dreams and hopes. It's just so amazing. I want you to read my story and think like, you know what, if it's possible for her, it's Mm -hmm. possible for me. Because it happened to me too. From the stage, I heard one lady was sharing her story and I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, she can say that from the the stage and and she overcome and she's blessed and successful. I have hope. And that's what happened to me. I just wanna share the story to empower someone but I didn't want to be there. But it was such an amazing transformation in my mindset because I had so much compassion for that old, like, well, old, like old times, but that little Lena. Mm-hmm. I had compassion to my family. I reconciled with my father, with my family, Wonderful. with my mother. It had such an amazing uh, confirmation for me how faithful God was to me. Mm-hmm. I have so much gratitude that I'm alive. And yeah. well, when people was telling me that you were survivor, I thought survivor it's a person who went through war or some destruction no. or disaster. And then no. I literally I googled and it say it's person who lived when other people dies and mm-hmm. dies. And I'm like, oh my gosh, so many people yeah. died around me. And now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like I I am survivor and I have so much gratitude for where I am now, how I'm feeling, how I'm thinking, how everything's going about my future. And without me looking back, it would not be the same because I honestly, I block that in my mind, I block that and I say, okay, 
now from this moment when I become a wife and and a mother and um, Christian, this is going to be my new life. So that was my old life and this is my new life. But then writing this book, I realized, oh my gosh, this is my life. All of it. One life. And that's what created me and built the character and who I am. And the fact that now I have any problems, you can bring it to me. I can say I understand. And it's huge because I do believe that allowed us to go through struggles so we can have compassion for other people without judgment, without um, some misunderstanding or whatever misconception. Mm-hmm. You can say yes and understand. Mm-hmm. So when I closed my salon, I actually, my book were, was published in 2019. And okay. for the first time, I share my story with people. It was 50 people in my own church. And I thought I was I was so scared. But since mm-hmm. then, it's been two years. People love on me. People care for mm-hmm. me. Nobody left me. Nobody rejected me. And they literally support me and love on me. And it was such a beautiful, eye-opening transformation that I thought it was like, like believe all these lies. That's another advice I want to give you guys. What you feel about that guilt, shame, and condemnation, people still going to love you and accept you. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very important. Yeah. And I'm glad that you brought that up. And um, and we're wrapping up. I can't believe how quickly this hour is going. Um, how do people get your book? Absolutely. You can get uh, through my website. It's love and beloved. Be with, with no E. Um, that come or uh, you can shoot me email at linasibula at gmail.com and I can send you a signed copy or you can get amazon.ca, amazon.com and if you want to get in touch with me, I'm in all social media, just Google Lina Sibula and I'm there because for the last two years I've been blogging and speaking mm-hmm. and uh, um I actually have my own podcast called Love and Beloved. So I'm everywhere, definitely. That is wonderful. And thank you so much for just sharing everything. You know, um, now I love the heart that you have for people and especially people that are struggling and going through this. And, you know, and it does take a lot of bravery to, to face the people and face your story. And I'm glad that you brought that up because a lot of times we don't want to admit where we came from. We don't want to admit Mm -hmm. what we've been through because we are afraid of rejection. And, but the thing is, you know, what we go through is your, is your platform to help somebody else through. Like all the things that I've been through makes me a better counselor because I can identify with the people that are going through it at that time. And like, I've got a sphere of influence that nobody else can touch. You've got a sphere of influence that nobody else can touch. So if you like sugarcoat your story, that might be the thing that will be like, ah, she doesn't really understand what I'm going through. So like when I share my story, I'm very graphic, I'm very transparent and it's shocking to a lot of people, but it's the truth, you know, and that's the thing. And when you can stand in the truth of who you are, that includes all of you. That includes where you came from, that includes where you are now and where you're going. So I'm so glad that you found who you are, that you're a shining example. And I'm so grateful that you are the very first guest on this show, Me Powered. 
with Rhonda and everybody, please support Lena. And, um, and I'll type in the comments to uh, what her website is and uh, how to get her book and everything, but make sure you share this message because you never know who is dealing with this, you know, and that's another thing. Um, it's not something that's wide out there, you know, and somebody that you think is fine, they may not be fine and they may be dealing with those things, those temptations, and somebody may be trying to get them, lure them away and go into something that they don't really want to go into. Um, so, you know, you never know, don't take it for granted. So I'm just so grateful that you're here and that you shared mm -hmm. your story. Um, and I want to um, leave, uh, I want to give you, uh, we, we got a couple, of, we only got a couple of minutes left, but I want you to give me, give me one thought to that, to the person that's watching this right now that you want them to know one very brief thought what do you want them to know about themselves right now somebody that's in this right now well honestly that's what impacted me and i want to pass it to you guys you are significant mm -hmm. and your life is valuable that's the most important thing you are loved and just have hope and just don't give up. Just have hope. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lena. Um, yeah. And guys, you know, whatever it is you're struggling with, um, you know, Lena had brought so many topics up. There was such great information about trauma and dealing with the stuff and you don't want to feel the stuff that you're going through. But, you know, I can tell you this as a, you know, as a counselor and going through things myself, we have to feel in order to heal. That's your way out. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that nobody wants to do because you have to face the things that you did. I've had to face the mistakes I've made. I've had to apologize to my children. I've had to own up to what I've done in my past. And sometimes, you know, the hardest person to face is that person in the mirror because we get so used to lying to everybody, putting on this mask and this front to the world. We show up one way to the world, but yet they don't know that we're dealing with all this inner turmoil and inner things. So we're focusing this this show on human trafficking. We're going to be doing a whole lot more shows this um month. Uh, now, this is a brand new show, Me Powered with Rhonda. It's going to air every single Tuesday right here on JQLM Radio and um, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. If you would like to be a guest on the show, just go ahead and send me an email to uh, mepoweredwithrhonda at gmail, and I would love to hear your story. And, it, and it, don't be ashamed of your story. Let's get your story out there, and let's go ahead and continue to, sh to save lives and to, you know, bring people together and show them that they have everything they need already inside of them to succeed, to get out, to be healed. And, you know, we need you to share your story because your story matters. Your heart matters. What you came through matters. And you don't have to be ashamed anymore. You don't have to be worried. Uh, you definitely have a home right here and we will welcome you with open arms and uh, you'll be loved on and accepted by everybody else too. So I thank you guys for tuning in. I thank you guys for your support and share this, share this, share this. And uh, Lena, 
I'm just so grateful again that you're you're here. And um, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in this evening. And I hope that everybody has a great night. And I'm looking forward to seeing you next week at this same time, Tuesday, 6 to 7 p.m. And we will have another brand new show of Me Powered with Rhonda. Remember, everything you need is already inside of you.